Welcome to Mother Puckers, the first and only podcast for hockey moms by a hockey mom. And that's me, Julie Bardowski. I just had to do a double take as I realized that we're in episode 37. Ladies and the gentlemen who love them, can you believe 37 episodes? I am so excited. I'm only three episodes away from my goal this year, which was to get 40 episodes out. I can't believe, I can't believe it. So I thought I was still at 35. <laughs> Last couple of weeks have been a bit fuzzy, apparently. I hope everybody's doing well. I know we've got states that are shutting down hockey again. I am sorry. Hopefully that you're able to draw back on all of your experience from lockdown and quarantine and the first round of being shut down and getting the keeping the kids active, keeping them moving, trying to reinvent that endorphin rush that you get while you play hockey so that they don't lose out on that you know, during this next little bit. Uh, so I know that there are states that are still playing. I may not have them all listed here, but Texas, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina, Oklahoma, and Arizona. I am sure that there's a few more that I'm missing, but, uh, oh, in Missouri, Missouri is still playing as well. North Carolina, I believe they're still playing, but they put in a mask mandate for on ice. And I know that several of you in my Michigan have been wearing them for a bit. I wanted to give, you know, some, some information around, around wearing the masks. If, if you don't feel that that's the right thing for your player or want to address it with your organization and or love legislators, because, you know, where I live, they had no idea about hockey and I had to bring it up to our um, public health officials and let them know how little contact is in hockey room. This all first started and they were talking about reopening and was able to help our local government um, recognize that they should open the ice rinks to hockey. So you can bring facts and there are facts, and uh, this from the masks as well. The CDC does not, and the WHO do not recommend wearing masks while intensely exercising. They say it may cause breathing difficulties, and they say, and this is all coming from CDC.gov, that it may cause breathing difficulties, it may cause heart issues, and it may cause um, uh, headaches, as I know. The WHO also does not recommend face masks or coverings be worn during strenuous physical activity. And they also absolutely say do not wear the N95, the FFP1, FFP2, because those are filtering respirators and would put, could really cause some issue. And also those, of course, are reserved for frontline healthcare workers. So, you know, wearing them into the rink and out of the rink, great on the ice. CDC, WHO says no. Um, USA Hockey also says no. And USA Hockey has also done some great studies. Hopefully we'll get to talk to them about those studies soon so that you can understand that. Now, I know a lot of people were using the Bauer Splash Guard and the CCM Game On Face Masks. 
And I wanted to let you know that if you do any kind of mask that's attached to the cage and or helmet, it will void the HEC certification unless it has already been approved by HEC and validated by the helmet manufacturer. And to date, neither the Bauer nor the CCM splash guards have been approved by HECC. You can look this up on HECC.org forward slash certprods.html. That will show you the list of all things that are approved and certified and won't negate the warranty from the manufacturer. And you should know that if you're using any kind of un-HEC certified device and or helmet, it will void your USA Hockey insurance, which is the hockey coverage that you get when you become a USA Hockey member. And it also negated, I looked into it, it negated any injury uh, while wearing the non-certified helmet that my insurance would cover. So be real careful. Most organizations and facilities aren't covering COVID in COVID related, you know, if you get the virus anyway, which we are already aware, but this is just something to know from USA Hockey, WHO, CDC, and the HEC certification uh, body. And I just wanted to get that out there. The details are all available on each of those websites if you need to use that to convince your legislators that uh, wearing a mask while playing hockey could be a pretty dangerous thing. And then have some data to back it up with the guidelines as well as the studies that USA Hockey has done showing the minimal amount of close contact that happens in the game that we love called hockey. So today, I, I don't have a guest for you. Instead, I wanted to do something fun. And this, this is all of the, the hockey quotes. Not that my interviews aren't fun. They're super fun. But I just wanted to go through some of the quotes that are around hockey. You know, the, the, the perennial favorites, you know, the iconic ones. And then the ones that we moms yell from the stands. And the funny ones that our kids say when they're on the ice. So let's start with quotes from, you know, our our famous coaches and players that we all love so much. First is from Bob Johnson. It's a great day for hockey. Then there's no crying in hockey. John Tavares has a great one. Some may have more talent, but there is no excuse for anyone working harder than you. Of course, Wayne Gretzky is a great one for some quotes, but I want to read the whole quote because we usually hear just the, the part of them. And one is, I skate where the puck is going to be, not where it's been. And then he adds to that saying, a good hockey player plays where the puck is. A great hockey player plays where the puck is going to be. And then the other famous one from Wayne Gretzky, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. But for my office fans out there, we all think Michael Scott said it too. But the full quote to that is, the day I stop giving is the day I stop receiving. The day I stop learning is the day I stop growing. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That was a good one from my friend Wayne. Peter Forsberg, it's been a great hockey life for me anyway. And then this one is a whole list because 
Herb Brooks, as we all know, not just the quotes and everything that you see in the movie Miracle, but one of the greatest coaches ever to coach the game. All great pieces of advice. This is your time. You were born to be here. And then legs feed the wolf. And of course, pass, shoot, score. And then, of course, again, again, you want to hear it again with the whistle blowing. Uh, Herb also said, you don't have enough talent to win on talent alone. And then my all-time favorite is great moments are born of great opportunity. And that is so, so true. Some of the perennial advice out there for hockey, for check, back check, paycheck. We know the kids aren't getting paid, but you know, it's just fun. And act like you've been there before. We all know that kid who throws that Sally down. That is way too much in a 7-1 game and celebrating as if he just won game seven, the Stanley Cup in overtime. So act like you've been there before. If you want to play, then practice. If you want to win, then practice harder. Oh, this is a good one. The only thing that hurts more than blocking a shot is not. Yeah, take it in the shins. All the talent in the world won't take you anywhere without your teammates. So true about hockey. This is a good one from Tim Kite. Talent is common. Discipline is rare. The combination is elite. And here's another good one. Every champion was once a contender that refused to give up. Never let failure go to your head. Never let success get to your heart. Yeah, don't want that to happen. You want to always be humble. All right, win or lose, make the other team remember the day they played you. I mean, I've heard my son and his teammates talk about kids that they've played before and and how do that impression. And I, I know when we go to play a team that we've played before, the kids will say, oh, yeah, I remember that kid. He does this, this, and this. And so, yeah, be that... Be sure the other team remembers you. Here's a good one. Work hard in silence. Let your hard work be your noise. And then hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And the best, this is a great one. It's okay if you think hockey is boring. It's kind of a smart person's sport. I could see one of our moms saying that to someone who doesn't understand hockey. And then finally, in hockey, all roads lead to beer league. All right, refs, things that have been shouted out to refs that I've heard or uh, been told about. An 11-year-old was watching their older team play and yelled out, Hey, ref, you must be pregnant because you missed the last two periods. <laughs> oh man, I would have given a high five if my kid had said that. A lot of coaches yelling at the refs. We had that own incident of ours a few weeks ago in calling the ref an effing clown. So the parents got together and for Christmas got the uh, ref um, a shirt made with effing clown printed on it. It's kind of fun. I like the humor when you can. Uh, Once the puck is cleared and the last second has ticked, you can have that fun. Where did they find these refs? The clearance aisle at Walmart and always the perennial that we have all yelled at the refs, wake up ref or ref, you forgot your glasses today. Now let's go to some things some kids have said on the ice. 
had a squirt kid after the first time on ice after the COVID shut down and being off for three months. Tell his mom, I was like a wild animal back in its natural habitat. And then, but mom, did you notice that lions have great flow? Mom, let me explain defense to you. Imagine I'm a pirate and the goal is the treasure chest. My job is to keep the other pirates from ever getting close to it. Now, that goes back to explaining to soccer moms and soccer kids what hockey's all about. We're pirates. All right, here we go. This is going born to play hockey, forced to go to school. How about my hockey mom can beat up your soccer mom? Oh, and the goalie, of course, his goal is to deny your goal. In my defense, he had it coming. <laughs> oh, so true. Uh, my left nut dangles better than you do. <laughs> Again, I would love it if my kid said that out there. But if you're listening to this kid, you don't, don't, don't say that. You'd be quiet. Um, let's see. I've had heard better chirps from a dead bird. Another player saying to a, a, an opponent, you're like the Titanic. You're good till you hit the ice. How about shut your five hole? I could just see these good chirps. I love a good chirp. I love it, love it. And then hockey moms, I saved the best for last. Keeping it classy until the puck drops. And we can see ourselves saying all of these. Start strong and set the pace. This is my personal one. Head on a swivel because the minute you look down, there's someone looking to light you up. So that's my that's my personal advice. And then I'm not crying, you're crying. Uh, this is a good one. Your stick isn't a sword, a gun, or a guitar. Keep it on the ice. <laughs> about peeing on the seat is like hitting the post on an empty net. There you go. Keep that bathroom clean. Live life like game seven. Dump and change, which is totally different once they're out of diapers, right? How about listen to your coach? Don't take weak penalties. And if you get one, skate off and pray your teammates kill it. Then thank your team for killing it off. Show up to every game because every game matters. What you do in practice will show in games. My kid is a hockey player, not a flight attendant, in reference to rolling hockey bags. <laughs> for you Bambi mamas, after a certain age, rolling bags are a no-no. Even if their hockey bag is outweighing them by 250%, they still carry their bag in. Don't know why, but that's just the way it is. Uh, I can't keep calm. I'm a hockey mom. And then we're always yelling, head up, move your feet, have fun, and then shoot the puck. Yeah, we all do that. So those are my fun little quotes that I've heard and read and seen. And I thought that would be a fun little way to go into this Thanksgiving week. And I want to also give a big happy anniversary to my mom and dad. They've been married for 58 years. And this week they celebrate their love and their marriage. It's a big, amazing, great foundation that they have given me and my brother growing up watching them. And I want everybody to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. However small your crowd is, however big your turkey is, just enjoy the day. Um, enjoy the football that's going to be on TV. 
enjoy knowing that ice is going in in every major arena across the country, and we may have the NHL starting in January. And be thankful for all that we have. Pray for those that you know are struggling. And, you know, let's just look at this time of Thanksgiving to being together with those that we can and praying for those that we aren't with and being thankful for the technology that can bring us all virtually together. Thanks for listening and looking forward to next week. We've got a fun interview coming back in and I will not see you at the rink this week. 